Welcome to Studio One. If you like what you see, like and subscribe and comment. Hi, Mike. It's Mike, right? Yeah. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. It wasn't going to be my first comment, but yeah, I'm, I really like how you remember people's names. And uh, <laughs> I, I uh, when I talk to uh, you know everybody, like Jesse knows me somehow, and I I like I'm never you know he's never even seen me. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love that. Listen, we're all people, and we're all we're all connecting, and it's kind of like a huge reason of why I love doing this. So, yeah, yeah of course, man. Great, man. So, how are you? How how is everything going? Everything's good. I've been uh, it's been busy. It's been a lot. It's been all over the place. But um, I'm trying to like just kind of gear down and get everything done. So it's been it's been productive. Definitely been productive. Yeah. How you been? I've been pretty good. Um. Uh, uh highs and lows but um uh, start a new job so pretty good pretty good all things considered um so congrats thanks man yeah there was a lot of uh wondering and uh a lot of time to myself that i don't really need anymore uh yeah. i feel that <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice to have some structure too especially now you know sure so uh well, you already know me, but I'm Mike. Uh, I'm the editor and the new host of Studio One and uh, Jesse Maxwell, classically trained artist. Thank you for speaking with us again. Absolutely. It's an honor to be here, truly. Is that, are you, was that a decent description? Because I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I've been, uh, I was classically trained for like 10 years um, in piano and in music theory and now I uh, now I make music that's not classical music, right? Um, but I'm able to use that knowledge, which is really cool. I think it shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was listening to your stuff last night. The more the more I listened, the more I enjoyed it. I'm like, okay, I can I can hear where the training is going into. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, whose uh, music and podcast have you been listening to? Music and podcasts. I don't, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. Um, I love um, Spotify Dissect. I think it's a really interesting podcast, uh, especially because it covers a lot of albums that I love and it kind of just like breaks them down all the way. And I think that's, that's like a really interesting way to look at music. Um, and then in terms of people's music, everybody, really. I've been on a D'Angelo train lately. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been going back to uh, what makes me comfortable. I've been listening these days a lot of Benny Sings. And yeah, do you know Benny Sings? You know what? I don't. Yeah. He's this, uh, he's this guy from Amsterdam. Yeah. Okay. Um, he works with uh, the king of Indy. Um, how do I not know, remember his name? But <laughs> the Benny, king of Indy. I, I am. I am. <laughs> I remember name Benny Sings. Yeah. Check him out. Okay. I'm going to check out Benny Sings for sure. Yeah. Oh, it'll come back to me. So <laughs> let's uh, dig deeper into your love for Toronto. Uh, in the pandemic, I walked around and uh, really in my neighborhoods and got to know my neighborhoods really well. And I realized that everyone's Toronto is different. Uh, what's, what's your Toronto? My Toronto is full of art, is full of expression, um, and and I love that about Toronto. I think there's so much diversity here, and there's so much 
freedom of expression here. Um, I think that comes with living in a big city. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my Toronto. And, and that's the thing that I love most about it because it allows me to be whoever I want to be. That's really good. Yeah. Mac DeMarco. I did not, I forgot the name of Mac, Mac DeMarco. DeMarco. I thought yeah. he's from Toronto. I was from Montreal. I thought he's from Toronto. I don't know why. From born in BC, raising, he's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I knew he was Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel like I'm less of a Canadian by forgetting his name. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You remembered before I did. So that, that's something. I looked it up. That's why I, I looked yeah. <laughs> Um. So in your first interview, you mentioned that you uh, started really in theater or had re really early roots in theater. Which uh, plays were your favorite to uh, play in? Oh, We did a few. Um, I was part of when I was when I was really young. I was part of this theater company, and we did. I was I was Curly McLean in Oklahoma, and then we also did. There was another one that I really liked. Once a Once Upon a Mattress. <laughs> I don't know if that's the title of it, but uh, it, it's like the story of the princess and the pea. Oh. Um, so we did we did a few of them. Um, I I really liked it, but um, in terms of like my favorite play i saw a play once called in the heights and i thought it was really interesting really well done so that would probably be my top but i haven't i'm not huge into theater like i don't know a lot um although there has been some recently that everyone's like you need to go to so one day for sure at least when everything opens back up again i'm like open to it would you ever consider going back to theater no um i think it was I think it taught me a lot about like stage presence, um, how to be comfortable on stage from a young age, but I don't know if I would go back. I think it's not, I don't really connect with it as much as I do um, like writing music and performing my music. Um, it's just like a different, it's a different animal for sure. And I'm very like chill and low key and, and music theater is, is sometimes very over the top. So um I don't know if, if I resonate with that, but it was cool while it lasted. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, my main influence of music theater is mainly just John Mulaney because he... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. He, he's, he lives like a theater person. So <laughs> He really is a theater character in real yeah. life. <laughs> That's, I don't know a lot of plays, but I know what it... I like the essence of it. And it's really fun. But I get, yeah, like you said, it must be exhausting. Like, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. And there's a, like, yeah, it, it's a cool experience. So, like, I mean, when we were doing it, there was like 30, maybe 40 people in the production. So that's a lot. You know what I mean? That's a lot. And now, like, when I'm on stage, it's six of us, mm. you know? So it, it's definitely a different vibe. Mm, right. So um, you, uh, you live stream, I read that you live streamed uh, quite a lot in the uh, past year or so uh, what lessons have you learned from live streaming that you could put into live performances i think a big part that was missing of the live streams was that human connection and because of that like you would finish a song and you wouldn't hear anyone clap and you wouldn't be able to see their faces and you can't interact with them i think it kind of just showed me how to block it out a little bit more and just perform and like be an entertainer um, was something that I tried to learn through that. Because otherwise it's awkward on the live stream, right? You're, you're just playing and it's like, 
if I'm staying silent, like people are watching and they're like expecting, they're expecting to hear something. Um, so yeah, I'm going to definitely take that when I play live for sure. And, and that, that entertainment aspect of it. Yeah, because um, the more I looked into music and stand up, the more it looks like there's a lot of similarities and stand ups, a lot of them, especially the big stand up comedians, they won't even touch live streaming because it's an art of reacting to your audience and uh, wonder. 100%. Yeah. Is that the same the same ideas in music right you really it is the same for sure like there there's that's kind of the whole part of it you know um and you have to keep in mind that like when you're on a live stream people are not in their entertainment zone they're like in their bed or they're on the couch or something so it's like what can you do to really break that barrier and if it's reacting because you're not going to get that on live stream what else can i do you know yeah so would you uh, consider streaming regularly after uh, when you when we go back to normal? Would you consider that? I don't know. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> um, it was fun, but I, I feel like maybe mm -hmm. it, it would kind of depend on like where people's heads are at. You know, like I don't know how quickly people are going to be comfortable going back into a live setting. So it might take some like easing into it, you know, even when people are playing live, it might just be another kind of outlet. But I, I still feel like the world is going there. Um, and I don't know if I'm crazy about that idea. I think it's just kind of the facts of it. But like, that's what I've been told. And that's what I kind of believe, especially this past year has shown that like, it's possible, you know, like, you can work from home, you can zoom from home, you can do everything. And it's like, I feel like that's a direction people are going to go in and that might, that might lead into live performances as well. So I might have no choice. We'll see. <laughs> right. So the last time you spoke of us, you uh, mentioned that you wanted to grow your Spotify audience. Uh, is it safe to say that you come, you accomplished that? I think so. Um, that's uh, that's nice that I said that actually, because I think there has been, a lot of growth and I've, I've really worked hard on that growth. So that does feel good to hear that. Um, and like kind of come full circle with it, but you know, the way that I am and the way that everyone is, it's never really enough, you know? And, and I, I'm so grateful that people are listening and that people are actually connecting with the music that I'm putting out. Um, and it just makes me want more. Um, so yeah, I think I think there has been unbelievable growth and I'm I'm so humbled about that. Um, and that's kind of the continued goal for the next year and the year after that, etc. Yeah. Are you excited to see the end of uh, the pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there. Yeah. I, I don't know when that's happening, but hopefully soon. I think soon I qualify to get vaccinated. I think soon everybody does. Um, so I don't think it's too long away and I'm really excited. I'm, I just kind of like, I miss hugging people. I'm a big hugger and I'm like a very affectionate person with my friends and I just want to like be around them and we've lost that. So yeah, I'm really excited to just like hug people again. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, speaking of hugging, I, I, I met a friend that I haven't seen in like a year and uh, I, I asked like, can we can we hug it out and she's like i'm not at i don't like touching so i'm like yeah oh my god 
I'm it's sure. rough out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I respect that people are, you know, yeah. people do feel like that and people are nervous to like be close to anyone, but um, you know, the human experience needs that. We just kind of like are creatures of love. So yeah. And that's, and that's a big way that people show affection. That's a way that I show affection. So um, yeah, I respect it for sure. But I think people will eventually come around and, and group hug again, you know? Yeah. So your new EP, Helion, am I saying it right? Helion? Helion, yeah. Helion. Uh, what's the story behind the name and uh, what's the theme of the EP? The story behind the name, um, I kind of, we kind of figured it out after the fact it wasn't really one of those things that was like planned and we went into it with a concept. Um, we had these songs and Hellion means like, Hellion is like a troublemaker or like someone who's mischievous and like tends to be from like a younger standpoint. Um, and so we kind of like, we had, we had this night, me and my co-producer Andreas, where we were really like searching the web for like different words and like, you know, we have to title this EP. So what are we going to title it? And um, we came across the word Hellion and it just kind of like fit the vibe. I think a lot of the songs come from that mischievous, a little bit of a troublemaker, a little bit, you know, in, in songs like Smoke and Mirrors and in songs like um, I'll Make You and um, in songs like One Time. Uh, they just kind of like have that certain quality. Um, and even in songs like Undone, like Undone is a really like, into your own skin type song and like that's something that you deal with when you're growing up it's like who do i want to be who do i who do i want to feel like um and grow into and and so it just kind of felt like um not immature just like a younger standpoint and and someone who's like open to growing and open to like um becoming who they are and then you know we come to this place on the ep that's the final song of evergreen where it's it's kind of this resolve of that where, where this character has like found someone who makes them want to be a better person, you know, whether that be in a relationship or a friend or, or a mentor or whatever. Um, and, and just kind of like appreciating that person for who they are, something that's like, you know, the most selfless thing that you could do. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it just, it felt like a nice resolve. And like, that was kind of the story of the EP in terms of the theme and it just seems to fit. So um, yeah, we wanted to call it Hellion. Great. Yeah. I really like one time. Um, I just kept going back to it. Yeah. And the, I love that. the way it's like driving, it's the, uh, really cinematic and also the trumpet in the back just like puts everything together so well. Um, totally. I was going to ask when, uh, when you know how fast was the sound written etc but um you mentioned last time you know you you block a lot of work and you have to like take time to package it and mature it so do you remember the uh, working on of working on hellion uh of working on that one time of one time yeah actually um one time was originally i didn't write it for myself um i was like I was approached by an artist who um, wanted a song. And so I wrote it. And then before I showed it to them, they wanted to switch what the song was about. And I said, well, 
this song is really good. So I want to keep it. And I remember showing, I remember even showing it to my brother before I, before I like finished it. And he was like, this is so dope. Like you have to keep it for yourself. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Cause like the thing is, you know, even when you write for other people, like it comes from yourself, you know, like, it's not like I'm writing granted. I didn't really know this person very well, but like I'm writing from my own experience, you know? Um, so like someone's like, hey, I want a song about missing someone and like rekindling something with someone. And, you know, I know what that feels like because I'm human and I have people that I would love to rekindle things with. So, um, yeah, I and, and it was it was super fun to write. I remember like writing that hook and I was really proud of it. Um, and and then the last thing in that song that came was um, was that second verse where I go and saw those like bank and money references. And I thought that was like really smart and like really well laid out. So I wanted to keep it. And I thought it, I think it turned out really well. And like people love it. I think it's just like an easy song to listen to. It's like, like you're saying, it's like, a, you know, a little chill, but like it still drives and like, it has that like trumpet sample. And um, yeah, I, I'm really, I, I really love the way that song came out. And that's, that's going to be the focus track for the EP. Oh man, then I'm glad I, that, that <laughs> it totally so much. Yeah. Yeah. exactly the, exactly the point. <laughs> so the uh, the EP is excellent. Thank you. No, I, I I kind of knew you more as a person before as a guest as a person before as an artist, and I really like getting to know people before knowing their art. Um, you seem like a really kind soul, and thank uh, you. Hope everything is going well. Yes. Well, thank you. You too. Yeah. And uh, let's have a good, uh, let's have a good day together. Absolutely. I, I really appreciate you having me on today. Yeah. Hope you have a good one. All right. Later, Mike. Thanks, Later. buddy. Studio One.